Smith. It's kind of appropriate that I'm just waking up because before this episode, I woke up my guest from a nap. <laughs> so uh, we sat around and caught up and gave her some time to get back into the world of the awake. Um, <laughs> uh, but it was really funny. Uh, I hope everyone's had a good week. Uh, I... I would like to touch on something real quickly, um, at the risk of sounding like I'm trying to toot my own horn, but, uh, I'm not. If that's the way it comes off, I apologize. Um, uh, my guest on today's episode, Megan Babb, uh, is on my playground incubator team, Squall, and she and her boyfriend, who's also on her team, Woo, uh, do a great job of coming to other people's shows. They just, like, when they have a free night, or when they both have a free night, and they want to have a date night, they try to use those date nights to support their friends. And I really, really appreciate that. And, uh, I always have appreciated that about them in the little over a year that I've known them. And, uh, I just feel like there could be a little bit more of that effort in the Chicago comedy community in general. We we really, we all like each other, and we all, you know, should be supporting one another, but so often there's, like, if someone has a free night, they just take it and do something for themselves, which is fine. Like, we do all need to do those kinds of things. We can't just be consuming one another's work. But it just gets... It's frustrating for me when I'm proud of something that I want other people to see, and I try to promote that. Granted, I probably don't do the best promotion of my own shows. Um, That's on me. But I don't know. I I guess I just, like, expect people to try to seek out information about shows, which could be my downfall in the, in the end, (laughs) uh, but I don't know, there's this fine line between, like, wanting to be, wanting people to come to your shows and feeling like you're being pushy about it, uh, that nobody likes, uh, because we all have, I mean, in the community, we, you know, those people who are super self-promoting and feels gross, like, there's just this, I don't know, there's a line, between feeling too gross about what you're doing to plug yourself, there's a line between trying to support other people and taking time off on your own. Like, it's it's tough. And I feel like there's... there's I, I always really appreciate the people that I'm friends with and the other people in the community uh, who, who are good about stuff like that. I know that I in an ideal world, we'd all be doing shows that were for 
you know, if not sold out audiences, just really full houses, and we wouldn't mind that our our friends and other people weren't there to see them because I guess I guess that's the goal in the end. Um, but I I think the you know obviously somewhere along the line we lose sight of the fact that we're trying to do this. We talked about this a little bit in the Ryan Ben episode. We're trying to do this for other people, for the audience to enjoy themselves. And it just kind of gets um, dumb when there's when there's hardly anyone there to see it. And then, as a team, I feel like a lot of people express that if you can't do it for the audience, you have to do it for yourself. And there's this weird selfish thing going on. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I guess, sorry, this is gotten philosophical, but it's something that's been on my mind a lot recently, um, so I figured I would verbalize it. Uh, suffice it to say, I think that Squall in general is a really supportive team. Uh, it's it's always fun to, to go support one of the other members of the show and find that there are four or five other members of the team there too, so I think everyone could just take a page out of the book of being more supportive as much as they can for their friends and scheduling stuff and making sure your friends know about your shows without being a tool about it and I don't know maybe this is all dumb <laughs> uh, but it was what was on my mind okie dokie this episode is great um, Megan talks about her fairly unique uh, experience growing up in South Dakota. Uh, we gab a bit before she gets into it. I would apologize, but I'm not going to because it's good gabbing. Um, yeah, Bab is Bab is one of my really good friends, and I'm really, really, really happy to be able to say that because uh, she's a great, great, great woman, and she lives right around the corner from me. So we did this on location at her apartment. Enjoy. Okay. Yep. That's the whole thing. Just like that. Okay. We're in. Okay. Oh, we're doing it right now. Yep. Didn't tell you. I like It's different because I put, like, talking shop. I put my computer over here, and all you can see is the mic. But I can see that I started it, but you can't. Sneaky, sneaky. That's better. I feel more comfortable okay, now. I don't feel the urge to just shove this tiny microphone inside my mouth <laughs> and keep it in there until the end. <laughs> Which I don't know why that was my impulse. No, but, uh, you know, you got to make sure your voice gets picked up. That's really considerate. <laughs> I've never done this before. Well, you're going to do... Fantastic. You're already <laughs> crushing it. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sweating now. Oh, I was already sweating, but yeah, I'm wearing a black shirt and jeans yeah. in the summer. And no, it's my own fault. Um, okay. Today's guest <laughs> is my very good friend and teammate, Megan Brennan. Oh, <laughs> That was a Freudian slip. It was so funny because my like, guest 
Because it took you a second to realize what, you, what I had done. Yeah, but the way you said it, I was like, oh, she's going to catch it. She said that, and you didn't, and then you just started nope. going, whoa! After it got out of my face. My guess is Megan Babb. We were Megan. just talking about her roommate, <laughs> Megan Brennan, previous guest of the show. Uh, so it was on my mind. The funny thing is that, like, quick anecdote, I don't know if Brennan told you this, um, that recently I was introducing her to someone at One Group Mind, and I was like, uh, Angela, like, I was like, um, this is Angela, and then I, like, didn't introduce Brennan, and she was like, are you, did you forget my name? (laughs) And I was like, no, but my first instinct was to call you Brennan, because I always call you and Bab. By your last name, yeah. because it's, like, less confusing. Yeah, it makes sense. And I didn't want to introduce you as Brennan, and so it, like, it weirded, it got weird in my head, because, like, <laughs> I didn't say, like, and this is, like, that's, <laughs> that's, like, kind of what happened, and she got, like, fake mad at me. Yeah. She was like, did you forget my name? <laughs> and I was like, no, I just, so, the irony is that, like, I just... <laughs> Fucked up your name and with using hers. Oh, this, this She's is my, trying to take over the podcast and be in more than one episode. She it's actually has uh, her episode has the most people who have listened to it. Her Patrick stories are really engaging yeah. and funny. Yeah, like it's so good. Yeah. So I think. Well, she also is only one of the only people who has, like, shared it from her page. Oh. And I think because it was a topic that's so, like, personal and mm-hmm. so close to her that a bunch of like her friends and family listen to it yeah. which is awesome like yeah. that's so cool to me like she's she told me that like her sister listened to it and like her cousin that we talked about on the podcast and everything um so like of course that would be a reason you know that more people would have listened to it yeah but, uh it's just kind of funny yeah um i'm glad that I hope they're listening to, like, more than just hers, but probably not. I know I wouldn't. If it was someone else's podcast that I didn't know, and, like, my friend was on it, you know, usually I'll try to, like, yeah. check out somebody else's, but then I, like, never listen to any of the others. Yeah. I tried to get my little brother into podcasts when I was home. Um, he's, like, he's a 16-year-old 16. boy. He's, like, not a good... Not, he's not, like, the... He's not a good demographic, I don't no, think, for podcasts. I don't think so, either. I was, like, I feel like more of it, I, maybe it's just me, but it seems like commuters and, like, yeah. people in the, like, professional world who can, like, listen at work. Yes. That's I feel like I've gotten into it. those are the people who listen to it the most. Yeah. To, like, any podcast the most. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, so, even people, like, my parents, like, they haven't listened to all the episodes yet, like, because they have to, like, sit down at home and pull out their laptop and, like, figure out how to do it. Oh, yeah. It's you know? A and, uh, so it's just funny. Whereas I'm, like, I, I've listened to, like, four podcasts today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I go through periods where, like, I'm not even watching TV. I'm just constantly yeah. listening to podcasts. Me too. I totally do. Uh, what are some of your faves? Oh, my God. Uh, Welcome to Night Vale. Have you heard that? Uh-uh. It's amazing. Um, it's, like, it's a fictional town. It's like a broadcast from this fictional town. It's very, uh, it's a lot like Twilight Zone, but it's a little bit darker. Cool. And creepier, like, stuff in this I'll town I'll link happens. to it. Welcome to... Night Vale. 
it's really, it's funny and it's weird. Their Twitter page is like, uh, Vale? Vale, with a V. V-A-L-E. Yeah. Their Twitter page is a good, like, it's just like their weird jokes. Cool. It's really How'd you funny. find it? Like, a girl at work suggested it to me. She said, maybe you'll like this. And I really do. It's That's really so good. funny. Yeah. Cool. But it's one of those podcasts, like, I have to, like, sit down uninterrupted and just listen to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, like, a lot yeah. of, like, very... But it's really, really good. Yeah, there are certain ones, like, I was trying to... I stopped listening to WTF with Mark Marin like, regularly. Yeah. As regularly as I used to. And now, every time I try to go back and listen to it... Um, I do it when it's, like, a guest that I really like, and I realize that I just, like, tune it out. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's not. Like, he's a good interviewer. Oh, yeah. But sometimes, like, you can either be listening intently to his conversations or doing whatever else thing you're trying to do, you know? Uh, And Nightville's, like, it's really funny, but the tone of it and, like, the way it's narrated and stuff... And the way the jokes are set up, like, you really have to be paying attention oh, to be cool. like, yeah, yeah, they're really, really funny. That's though. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize you, because I didn't think you listened to too many, like, specific, like, too many of the, like, popular comedy type podcasts. Yeah. I, weirdly enough, I haven't. I get, I really like storytelling podcasts. Yeah. No, that's cool. I just heart, had no I'm idea. A 56-year-old lady. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I like you were those kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> I love it. But because also I can see you easily playing a woman in like a squall show, like a 56 year old farmer's market woman telling someone a story, like easily. And I would either be in the scene trying not to laugh or on the sides laughing my ass. You know, like I can easily see you crushing that character. I feel like that is. My life path. Like, I'm going to be some weird, like, community college professor who, like, also says she's a storyteller by right, trade right. and, like, wears flowing clothes. Like, <laughs> Professor Trelawney or yeah. something. Yeah, like, like, I, a, like a community college Professor Trelawney. <laughs> yeah, basically. But you know what? Emma Thompson is a gem. <laughs> she is. So. I fucking love her. She's one of my favorites. So, I'm and okay you're one of my favorites. Oh, you're one of my favorites. I love you, baby. <laughs> Miss Babby. <laughs> uh, so, let's get down to brass tacks. Yeah. Uh, Babby here <laughs> is, I mean, Brennan here. I mean, <laughs> Bab, <laughs> Bab is here to talk about her home state, mm-hmm. South Dakota, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. the song. Right? That's the old song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, South Dakota. Um, why don't you give me a little, a little intro, like why you were born there, right? Uh huh. Okay, so your inception into your South Dakota like fandom and love <laughs> and 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 passion. Literally started birth. <laughs> yeah. Technically, I was born in Minnesota because the town I lived in, or my parents lived in when I was born, was very small and didn't have a hospital. Oh, so I had to drive across the border. Had to go across the border. <laughs> and I was born in Ortonville, Minnesota. You're a little border baby. I know. And yeah, a but border baby. You're a border baby. <laughs> That's the thing, right? I yeah. Is you're such a little border baby. <laughs> um. So your town was small enough. 
No hospital. No hospital. Um, so I was born in Minnesota. My parents are both from South Dakota, born and raised. My grandparents... Are they border babies? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Not I don't think so. Me. I should check. Sound like a Leslie Note being born in Eagleton. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> shame. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and my grandparents, my mom's... Mom, my mom's mom and dad are both from Stop. born and raised in South Dakota. Okay. Um, but my mom's like grandparents, my great grandparents are like Irish immigrants. Oh, cool! So they came. So literally, your mom's side of the family has always lived in South Dakota. That's so cool. Yeah, and same with my dad's family. Except my they moved for a little while and lived in like New York. Ugh. Yeah, New York. And they were like big city. No, thank you. <laughs> And then the whole rest of all my family, it, like, is from there. So, like, aunts, uncles, cousins, mostly yeah. South Dakota as well. They don't live there anymore. Okay. A lot of them. But, yeah. That's, yeah, I guess that's, like, more what I was asking. Yeah. They don't live there anymore. I have an aunt who lives there still. Mm-hmm. And some, like, second cousins and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Which one is the one that comments on stuff on Facebook a lot? Oh, God. <laughs> Janie? Janie? Julie. Janie Janie's is my mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Janie. Julie. Little Janie. I knew, I knew it was another J. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so, like, obviously you live in Chicago now. Uh-huh. Uh, your parents still live there. You lived in Chicago for about the same amount of time, I think. You moved here in late... It'll be three years in August. So, Wait, so yeah. August of 2010. Yeah. September of 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was really close. Yeah, that is really close. Because um, we both graduated in May 2010? Uh, technically, I graduated in December. Oh, nine. I No, the, uh, after. Oh. No. This last December, it was a year, my year anniversary of graduating. Oh. Because so I, like... Already? Yeah, I moved here, so I decided I did comedy studies. Right, my junior year. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Love Chicago. Well. Came, had to go back home, and was like, I don't think I can go back to like, like my whole worldview had been like blown up. That's so fun. This is great because I was gonna ask you like if doing comedy studies was one of the first times that you had ever really left South Dakota. Yes, and been around anyone different that wasn't ever. South Dakota. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So I feel like anyone who met me like in my comedy studies period met like little old South Dakota. Yeah, like <laughs> Like I really, the nicest restaurant I believe there could be was, like, a Red Lobster. <laughs> like, like, I... <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, like, I... My, like, you really, you truly believe that at Olive Garden, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> yes! Like, all of it. And so, went to, like, Chicago and, like, lived with Gosh. all these amazing people and had all this great experience and was like, I cannot go back. That's so cool. I so never right knew then. that was, like... Your your origin story. Yes. Uh, so you went. So you went back to school. Yeah. So then um, I talked to my guidance counselor. She was like, "There's here's the thing. Like, if you finish on campus, and you went to SDSU. Yeah, that's right. Which is in Brookings, South Dakota. So she was like, "Here's the thing. If you finish on campus, there's this class you need that is only offered like every other fall. So you'll be here like an extra." And I was like, this will kill me. <laughs> like, oh, I can't so like do you this. were already going to be there for a little bit extra time? Yeah. 
I already was. Shitty. So I was like, I don't think I can do this, but I, I have to. I want to graduate college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I changed majors a little bit and decided to do like a thesis ending to my major. Okay. So I could. So it's kind of like an independent study. Yeah, kind of. Like I already had all the. Like I'm speech communications, I was but like, yes. the. Yeah. So like. It was a lot more work, but that way I could finish, like, a lot of my stuff online. Cool. And, like, so I did that. So I moved to Chicago, and I was still taking classes on, and, like, writing the thesis and stuff. And then I graduated officially in December. after um, I moved here. 2010. So, yeah. 2011. 2010. 11. Right like, before 2012. 11. A year after you moved here. Is when you yeah. Moved here. Okay. August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I'm so... It's so cool to me that, like, coming here for those, what, three-ish months? Yeah, three months. Man, like, open you up so much that you're just like, I can't go back to how that was. It was crazy. Like, it was... I never met people like I met before, like, in terms of, like, where they come from and, like, their, their ideas on things. And, like, it was insane. That's so cool. And I remember, like, ta- I would wear, <laughs> was such, I would always wear this, like, South Dakota State hoodie, yeah. like, to, to comedy studies, like, all the time. And I remember one day I showed up to class, and I was, like, wearing it, and they're like, did you run here? Like, why are you in athletic gear all the time? And I was like, okay, I get it now. Got People it. dress regular. First, yeah. So I'll do that then. And I, like, used to meet with Mary Scruggs, like, all the time in comedy uh, studies just to be like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> How does you... life work? Yeah. I was too busy killing yotes back yeah. in South Dakota. I was like, no one understands my references. Like, <laughs> But you were a huge comedy fan before that. Yeah, I was. I was that was why you did it in the first place. Yeah, I was a huge comedy nerd. A big comedy That's nerd. That's so funny. And but even that, like, the, the comedy I was exposed to was much smaller oh, than yeah, what Yeah, it was like the more mainstream. To. Yeah, stuff. more mainstream and like, yeah. That makes sense. You're, you're an SNL fan. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. Like, you said your parents were also big SNL fans. Yeah, right? and like Christopher Guest movies, we used to always oh, watch. Oh, God, movie. that's great, though. Yeah, so stuff like that I was into. But then, like, I got to comedy studies, and people were like, have you heard of this guy named Louis C.K.? And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. We learned everything about Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so cool, man. Yeah. I knew, yeah, like, I was definitely going to ask you about comedy studies, because I was curious um as to whether that was the first time you'd really lived outside yeah south dakota so i'm glad that i was right in that um speculation Mm -hmm. well tell me a little bit about before that i mean you've alluded to that like you know yeah comedy studies really changing Mm -hmm. stuff but like day in the life of (laughs) of like school-aged bab in south dakota um, high school, college, whatever. Yeah. So I, I tell me to, about South Dakota. Okay. Like, tell me about living there. So I live, I'm from Rapid City, which is like the second biggest city in the state. There's like oh, 60,000 wow. people in What's there. What's the, uh, capital? Pierre. Pierre. Mm-hmm. So. Pittsburgh is North Dakota, North Dakota, right? Dakota yeah. Okay. So I, um. It's like a big city. On, in South Dakota standards. Yeah, by South Dakota standards. So, what's it comparable um, to otherwise? Do you know, like population wise? Yeah, I don't know. It's I like would... sixty thousand people. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but it's pretty spread out. Um, and there's, like, a lot of small towns around it that can kind of get, like, claimed, I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I had a pretty, like, average experience, except for that, like, it's a small community, so, like, you do know everyone, like, it's the thing where you're, like, riding your bike down the street and someone can roll down their window and be like, your mom's looking for you! Oh, that's so funny! Yeah, like, it's a... Like, not even in a neighborhood, just, like, somewhere in Rapid City. Yeah. And, (laughs) like, in high school, um... Yeah, I had, like, a pretty average high school experience, except for I remember, like, after, I wasn't in high school yet when Columbine happened, but I remember when it did, and it was, like, a huge deal because I, there was kids that, like, went to high school with gun racks in their car and, like, guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because, like, no one thought of it like that. It was a big thing at High School, too, where I went to school. Yeah. people had big-ass trucks with, like, the, what are those things called in truck, like... I guess like it's a like a toolbox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, their toolbox would just be, like, chock full of rifles from where right. they went hunting last yeah. Like yeah. And, yeah, you, like, didn't, you never thought of it like that. Right. So there's the small town stuff like that where it's, like, you really don't, that's, like, a normal thing uh-huh. that people did. And uh-huh. um, uh, I got into, like, t- trouble, but, like, small town trouble where, like, if you get pulled over, the cop's going to be, like, I know. Right, yeah. Um, I drank in high school. And I drank, like, pretty young. I feel mm-hmm. like I was, like, 15 or something. I feel like that's also a pretty, like, Yeah, small, small town thing. thing. Like, we didn't have anything else to do. So I, we just... I knew people who drank. But yeah. I was such a nerd, and I didn't have any friends. Like, I didn't hang out with people, like, outside of school. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was a huge nerd. Like, I, I'll... I'll I'll, I'll, like, bookmark it, but, like, my, I never, like, I can't go back to that, is uh, when I went to um, the governor's school for science and math, like, where I went for my junior and senior year of high school, Mm -hmm. like, you were saying, like, I met people there that were, like, people I'd never met before, and, like, I became closer to them than I ever thought I would be, like, I thought my friends that I had were the freaking best, and they were, you know, they were, the, like, few friends I did have were awesome. But then I got there and I was like, holy, everyone here is cool. Yeah. Like, everyone, like, gets me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but, like, before that, I was just, like, I didn't, I didn't have no, an opportunity to ever do Yeah. Like, no one ever, I didn't hang out with, I didn't go to parties or anything. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird, like, I, I was a weird kid for sure, especially, like, in middle school, total weirdo. And in high school. <laughs> But in high school, I, like, learned that thing of, like, oh, I can be funny, and, like, if I make fun of yeah. how weird I am, then, like, that's... It's soups more acceptable. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, I'm sure people in my high school disagree, but, like, I feel like <laughs> it was easy. It's hard to, like, I, our high school is pretty big considering I'm where it was and serious. stuff. Like, that's a good question. Like, 1,500, 2,000? More than 2,000, for sure. Okay, wow. Like, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, so... Yeah, Lancaster, a, Lancaster High had at least 2,000 students, I think, while I was going there. And that's crazy. For yeah. such a small town like that? Yeah, so, like, it was kind of easy to, like, find your group. And, like, I did volleyball for a little bit, but I'm not competitive and, like, not super athletic. So that didn't last. But then I was, like, in cheerleading and stuff. And I was definitely the weird oh, cheerleader, yeah, for sure. Like, the weirdest. 
Yeah, like so weird and like <laughs> weird. I feel like there's one weird cheerleader yeah. on like every and at least in high me, school for sure. Like everyone else is really cool and would talk about cool stuff, and I'd be like, you guys, yeah, I guess. yeah. you guys want to uh, see me do bit? <laughs> I'll do whatever you like. I'll moon like like that was a thing. You became you were like tradition class clown. Yeah, yeah. Um, because so I feel like. In my mind, the class clown is the person who will, like, do whatever someone oh, yeah. wants them to for a laugh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like my average experience, like, my, was, like, small town, but, like, so protected by a lot of, like, real-world stuff, but still weird in that, like, kids had guns and, like, no one thought anything of it. And, yeah. like, as I got older, like, the summer I was 20, I went to, like, three friends' weddings who were also 20. Oh. Like, and I remember being, like, <laughs> yeah. I remember being, like, this feels weird, but, like, I can't put my finger on, like, why I don't yeah. like this, but, yeah. like, this is not a your experience. mind, it was kind of the norm. Yeah, like, and I think I always kind of felt like that, like, through my whole... They still, uh, all married? They are still married and they have babies now. All trees? All three of them? All three of them. I feel like one's not. I think all two three out of three. But. Two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> when you're getting married when you're 20, like in the backyard, of, like a barbecue place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so you you said you felt that way fairly universally. Yeah. Like we, things would happen, and it was the only way thing you knew, but you still somewhere thought it was weird. Yeah. Like even yeah. Like even when I was. Um, younger like in elementary school I feel like remembering feeling like I don't feel like I really fit here necessarily but like I don't know why I don't and like I had a great experience in high school and like got into small town like trouble and whatever and like did the whole like like fun yeah yeah, like it was like the thing of like um if my mom catches me and my friends doing something she's not just gonna yell at me she's gonna yell at all my friends yeah you know what I mean like this very communal like small no one of you can get thrown under the bus yeah um, but I was always, there's always a part of me that was like, I don't know if this is the thing. This is my jam. Yeah. Like even going to college. So I went, South Dakota State's like six hours away from my hometown. Okay. Um, and even people have a weird sense in, and maybe it's everywhere, but like people leaving like gets treated very weirdly yeah. in my mm-hmm. hometown. Like even now when I go back, the first, like people are like, so when are you going to move back? Like when are you going <laughs> to... That's crazy. Yeah. And so, like, even the fact that I went to school, like, so far away, which I still went to a state school. You still were in state. I was still in state. Like, people... Because there, there was a college, like, 40 minutes outside of... What's that one? Black Hills State University. Okay. So, um... But I remember, like... Yeah, like, that's, as I... It's crazy to me... Sorry. No, that's okay. That this is the second largest city in South Dakota that all of this went on in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like I had a lot of that type of culture. Yeah. Maybe not quite as extreme in Lancaster. Yeah. Where I grew up. But Lancaster is 10,000 people. Oh, wow, yeah. You know, it's like, very, it's fairly small. It's nowhere near, I would, I don't even think it's in like the top 10 cities. And yeah. It's like Charleston, Columbia, Greenville, Spartanburg. Uh, Myrtle Beach, like all those yeah. are easily bigger. Yeah. Darlington. Um, so I, my culture, like my mine was a smaller town. Yeah. But the fact that the culture of where you grew up 
This is the second largest city in the state. That's crazy to me. It's really weird. And I remember, like, at the end of high school having conversations with friends and stuff who were just like, I just want to, like, I don't want to go. I always, I just want to go to college with all, like, my friends. And I don't want to go anywhere where I don't know anyone. And, like, I'm going to move back here. And, like, all of it made me be like, I don't think any of that. And I liked college a lot. I love South Dakota State. But even there, like, dating and stuff was hard. Oh, boy, I bet. Because, like, you meet... Like, nice people, but they're just, like, I'm never, I'm, like, up front, like, never going to leave South Dakota. I have no interest in it. I want to live here forever. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I was just, like, I got to get out. I got to, like, school. Um, I want to say, like, 40,000. I feel like my numbers are going to be off. No. Everything that I say. Minus my hometown population. That's a big school. It's a D1 school. Yeah. I knew, I mean, I knew it was a pretty big state school. Yeah. So... Um, what is, like, oh, we got a little, we'll have a little come come. Um, Babs' roommate Slack is here. You can, you can say hello. Slack's gonna do one eventually, because I told her she's going to. Speak into the microphone. Uh, hello. <laughs> You don't. You don't have to stay in here. I just was going to acknowledge that it happened, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I feel like Lancaster is pretty similar. Yeah. Like Lancaster has a community college that is just two years. Mm-hmm. So it's like I started calling like it's it's the University of South Carolina Lancaster. So my dad started calling it useless. No! <laughs> and I started calling it 13th and 14th grade. <laughs> 13th. Like, no, that is what it is. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> Tons of people went there. And I, it's a good school and like, not, but it was, like, I always was like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was dating this guy when I was a senior and he was such a douchebag. And I hope he listens to this. And I hope he <laughs> knows that I'm calling him a douchebag. But he was, like, gonna go to... And, like, I had no intention of dating this kid, like, through... I was, like, through prom, and we're good to go. And uh, he was, like... I was talking about going to South Dakota State, Uh six hours away, still in state. And he was Uh like, I don't know why you'd go so far. Like, you have your whole life to leave. Like, you should just stay (laughs) here. Like, and I was just like, fuck. No, this is the time to go. Yeah, but that was, like, so many people's mentality. Even in college, of, like, why would you go? Like, like, the idea that I was leaving, even to go to something great in Chicago, was like, but why? Which is, like, really obnoxious. Yeah, really obnoxious. Whereas, like... When I go, like, when I told people I was moving here, or when I go, I've only been back to my hometown once since I moved to Chicago. Oh, wow. Yeah. When I visit my parents, and, like, when I go south, I go to, like, the city I went to school in, uh, Greenville, or, like, Atlanta, where a lot of my family lives, and my parents, like, go there, or, like, uh, Richmond, where Mm -hmm. my brother lives. Like, I never end up back in my hometown. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, which is, like, I don't know, it's not really on purpose, it's just, like, when I'm leaving Chicago, I want to, like, see a bunch of people. Yeah. And, like, the only people that I really, like, talk to in my hometown are my parents. Right. You know? So, like... Same, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't really... I mean, I have, like, um, 
friends. Uh -huh. But they're not, like, my age friends. Uh, like, they're, like, yeah. my mom's friends. Or, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's honestly I, the same for me. Like, yeah. the people in my community that I'm still, like, that, like, keep tabs on me and stuff like that are, like, my parents' friends. Right, and, yeah. Like, people that I did theater with there who are, like, older and, like, are gonna, you know, they all still live in, like, a circus. Like, yeah. that's where their family is and everything. Right. Um... But yeah, but like my friends that I went to high school with live all of, like the friends that I went to governor school with, because we all lived all over the state, yeah. and we all like went in state and out of state, like they live all over. Yeah. So sometimes we try to like get those people back together, but it's not in like a story like. Yeah, going, because I was just home like a week ago. Yeah. For, like, to, I go home like twice a year, like Christmas and then in the summer for like nine days, which is great. Uh-huh. It always is. Ideal, I think gives me, like, weird feelings. Yeah. Like, I feel, like, not nostalgic, but, like, disconnected. I also, like, yeah, end up I'm sure. running into, like, a million people I went to high school with who, like, have babies and, like, <laughs> and, like, ask me when I'm gonna get married. And I'm just, right. like... Right. Yeah, like, well, this was weird Farts. for me. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the time, I feel really great about myself. Because I'm just yeah, like, oh. exactly. That was what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like, when I was talking to people about moving up here that I went to college with or that I went to high school with, they're all just like, man, that's so cool. Like, good for you. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's not like, so you're going to move back after you're finished with that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still get that a little bit. I think people are just curious. Yeah. I think they just, like, don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But <laughs> there was a time, like, after comedy studies that I came back home and, uh, Comedy studies were, like, such a great experience and so awesome. Uh, and, um, and people would be like, so did you meet anyone there? Like, a guy? And I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, oh, you will. Like, it was, like, so dismissive of my experience because it's like, well, you don't have a, you, you didn't a meet a dude. Friend. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's stuff like that where you're just like. So I went, I went, I went, um, to Atlanta for my grandmother's 90th birthday party Aww. in, like, April. Yeah. I think it was Oof, I should know that. March. She's 90! <laughs> you know, I was there. Um, so, uh, and, like, I had one or two, like, less close relatives. Mm -hmm. Like, pretty country relatives who were, yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, or even just, like, friends of the family, maybe not even relatives. I don't know. Yeah. There are a lot of people there. Be like, so do you have a boyfriend? Uh -huh. And I'd be like, no, yeah. not, not really. Yeah. And they'd be like, and then there were one or two who, after I was like, no, not really, would be like, well, sounds like you don't have time for it anyway. And I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, get that's it. Like, yeah. I'm doing me. Right. You get it? Like, yeah. You know I mean? They're so, like, I, my family are, they're not hillbillies by any means. Like, <laughs> I was never really a hillbilly, but like. Okay. I'm going to tell a story after this. Someone from Comedy Studies is going to be like, she wore overalls on the first day. <laughs> like, she was a hillbilly. Um, but. <laughs> But I feel like there's so many things that now when I go back, I recognize as, like, super country and mm -hmm. hillbilly -ish. And, like, I get so 
snotty about it. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, I had no idea that, like, that wasn't normal, that, like, someone would wear overalls with no shirt on to Target, (laughs) like, which is a thing that happened when I was home. Or, like, someone will be in Walmart, like, barefoot and, like, (laughs) eating the, like, artisanal chicken they haven't paid for. Like, that, to me, before was, like, normal behavior, and now I'm, like, these fucking hillbillies are everywhere. In Chicago, someone was doing that. It it, It would be, like, three in the morning because they were ham raids. Yeah, you know I mean? it's, like, it's like my hometown's like social, I mean people go out and they whatever, but like at Walmart or like at stores, like it's uptown. Everyone's in pajama <laughs> pants and like no one's wearing matching shoes. And it's like, like district tent. Yeah, <laughs> like it's acceptable, like you feel like it's acceptable. Like I went to this downtown street festival in my hometown, which is like the best people watching and I really enjoy it. Uh-huh. But there was a lady there, like it was not super warm when I was there, it was like in the 80s. This lady is pregnant, has a bikini top on, and, like, cut-off <laughs> jeans. And it's just, like, you feel... you How got, pregnant? Like, s- seven months pregnant. <laughs> like, you feel like that was an acceptable thing for you to do out in the world. Like, you just, like, don't... That was good for you. That was a good time. Oh, so it's a behavior like that where I was, like, I would have never looked Thought twice. That was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before, and now I'm like, oh, this that's weird that you do that. Uh, what's, like, do you think you're still, like, proud of being from South Dakota and everything? I think when I first came to, I'm going to mention comedies that Ann Liver should give me $20 for every time I mention Yeah, right? On this I actually wrote it down <laughs> just to, like, make sure we, like, clarified what it is or that I clarify what it is later. Yeah, so... Um, well, when you came to comedy studies, you, I asked, like, if you were, like, kind of proud of being... Oh, yeah, so, the summer before I went to comedy studies, I was working at, like, a daycare, and I was, like, cleaning hotel rooms to save up money, Mm -hmm. um, and so then I got, I got to... Comedy studies, I had to... To pay for the program, or just as, like, 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 living there. Cool, cool, cool. So, um... I got to Chicago and I had like a pretty noticeable South Dakota accent <laughs> that like people immediately pointed out to me, which had never happened before. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. And I got really self conscious about because it because everyone else you knew had one. Yeah, and yours probably wasn't even like one of the worst no, ones. No, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, what is that like Midwest? Yeah, it's like all like a little bit of all yeah. those like hard A's kind of stuff. And uh-huh. mine isn't, like, the side of the state I'm from, like, people generally don't have those that much. Mm-hmm. But I, I, people noticed it when I went yeah. to it. And I was really self-conscious about it. And really? I put, I was like, I'm going to act like a big city lady. Like, I was, right. like, very much about, like, like, I don't want anyone to see me this way. Like, I don't want, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm from South Dakota. Like, um, you know what I mean? Like, very much. But you wore your SDSU. But I wore my SDSU. Like, there were some things I couldn't, I couldn't, like. Like, my, yeah, I couldn't, yeah. But for the most part, I tried to, like... Interesting. ...disconnect. Now, I feel like, um, I love when people are like, oh, you're the only person from South Dakota, and I, like, it's yeah. kind of, it's uh-huh. a cool it's thing. super unique. Yeah. And I've embraced it a lot more. Uh-huh. But, yeah, initially, I was very much like, I'm a city girl now, like, right. rejecting, like, where I was yeah. from. Yeah, I super, I think I have this, I go through the same things, because I am really, like proud of being from somewhere that's, like, smaller. Yeah. And, like, I grew up there. Right. And, uh, and it's, 
you know, I don't have much of it in the way of a southern accent. So usually people are like, yeah, you why don't you sound like you're from yeah, the south? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, I've lived here for three years now. Yeah, yeah. It's so, whatever was there wears off. But like, I talked to my brother for 30 minutes earlier today. And I know for a fact that while I was talking to him, I was like, yeah, we're going to have to do something about our braids. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, I just like slip into it. Right. You know? Cause he's got a pretty, he and my parents have more Southern accents than I do. Mm-hmm. I would say, uh, but all of us kind of like, especially my dad and my brother and I, well, my dad and I do like so much performing in theater and like mm-hmm. did when we were, when I was growing up, yeah. my dad still does that. We can kind of like, go in and out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But if I'm around my family at the holidays and stuff. Yeah, like, that's when I, like, yeah. I notice mine, mine too. coming back. But now I'm not as, like, embarrassed by it. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm I do, I have, I I think the O thing is something I've noticed yeah. about you before. Or like when I say bag. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't fight, I can't. Bag. Or bagel. Bagel! See, I no just, like, gag on my No egg. one says no one says that. That's like a bag is understandable. Like bag. that seems like a normal, like w- slightly weirdies way to say bag. Slightly weirdies. But bagel, bagel. like that's unacceptable. Right? right? Yes. It's like when Kenneth slips back into his like. Yes. Yeah. Like, well, there was a water bug on the channel changer. Yeah. yeah. I just, Favorites about that in her book because yeah. she said that that line specifically was like so specific and funny yeah. that like someone, of course, someone from Stone Mountain, Georgia, would say both water bug and channel changer. Yeah, honestly, channel changer is one that I did not realize was southern until like the last few really? years. Yeah, like my dad said channel changer or clicker. Oh, like, clicker. I he always that. calls it yeah. a clicker and a channel changer. Yeah. Like, never the remote. (laughs) It's not a thing. Never. (laughs) Click our channel changer. Bing bong. (laughs) Um, Cool. What do you think that, uh, and I think I may know the answer to this, but I would like to hear you speak on it. How do you think that, like, being from South Dakota and, like, having that as the way you grew up and still having, you know, a connection to that Mm -hmm. being where you're from, how do you think that, that influences, oh, you know, your comedy, your life, your relationships with like people in general, friends, etc. Um, I feel like, especially when I first started, I, I and I, I guess I still do this. I branched more into doing some characters, but I usually just like to play myself. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's like a like a Midwestern thing of like I just am like want to be proud strong yeah like uh like there's something about like being a grounded person yeah it's like midwestern in a way yeah i agree with that um but then i also feel like um my the characters i do play like their sensibilities are like yeah country and uh-huh. bizarre uh, and, uh, i love like <laughs> a fame things are when we get to play when you play like a super weird character there's a scene in a skull show that may have been one of my favorites where we were talking about like your aunt's 
boobs or something. Do you remember this? In a scene? Uh-huh. During a show. It was oh. one of our, one of our, like, I think one of us was playing a mom. And it was Nipples. like, yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. remember what the actual was like. I was playing, like you were playing my mom, and I was like, "Am I gonna get boobs? Are they gonna look as weird as Aunt Helen's or something?" Yes. Like, that? like yeah. Or maybe, maybe like our roles were reversed. Yeah. But your character was so weird and so funny, and like, and I was like, "How big were nipples?" It's just like you said. One of them's the size of a dinner plate. And I was like, uh, wait, one of them, how big's the other one? Oh, like the tip of a pin. <laughs> it's just like the mental image of a person with nipples. That's so gross. The size of a dinner plate and the tip of a pin was like maybe one of the times I've corpsed the most during a scene. Like, I laughed so hard during the scene because you were just playing this huge, hilarious weirdo. Yeah, there's, like, a weird, like, grossness to the, yeah. the characters I like are, like, weirdly gross. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And that, that lady who, um, I'm just gonna talk about all the characters. <laughs> They're all gonna have just, like, weird That lady pattern. that you played, uh, where she was trying to create new things to sell on Etsy. Oh, where, yeah. And they're all things that just already exist. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, this, it's just like a thing that you uh, put papers in. <laughs> That's a folder. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was. Like, yeah. I feel um, like I, um, not that I know a lot of gross people, but, <laughs> but like, they're, I mean, I. <laughs> That now everyone in South Dakota is going to unfriend me if they listen mm. to this. But there are people I keep on my, like, Facebook. I mean, I think everyone does this, where you're like, I haven't talked to this person in years. But like, it's good but, fodder. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, need to, I need to see this all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. need to see it's their updates. It's refreshing sometimes. Yeah. In a way that you're like, well, all my Chicago friends are just, like, doing bits or yeah. talking about shows that are coming up. Which is fine. Like, that's yeah. what this community is. Right. But every once in a while, it's like, yeah, roll tide, gonna rack up realm, yeah, yellow hammer, like yeah. it's just like good. Yeah, it's so refreshing, like to go home because it's like it's a city, but it's rural, so it's like such a nice break from the Chicago mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. and the people are like um, just. Soup splatter your home. Yeah, and it's like no one's, well, except for me, no one is doing bits. Like, everyone is just like genuinely being like, I made a macrame mouse house. And like, they're genuinely like, and you're just like soaking it up, like, yes, tell me more. Tell me everything about your macrame mouse house. Yeah. And uh, I think like some of the people I've talked to, um, not everyone. I don't want to make it seem like everyone in South Dakota is, like, uneducated, but some people, I feel like, have a weird idea of what Chicago is. Sure, yes. Um, like, I went to his, my mom teaches Zumba classes in the Rapid City. Mm, of course she does. Yes. Um, and I went to one with her, and this lady was asking me about Chicago, and I was like, oh, I really love it, it's really great. Uh-huh. And she, like, just, like, kind of stared off for a second and then said, well, I'm real sorry about all the murder. <laughs> I was like, to her, I just lived in, like, a murder town. I'm sorry <laughs> about all the murder. Yeah, I was like, me too. I'm sorry I'm about really it, I'm really sorry about all the murder. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been murdering everybody. Yeah, since I moved there, I, the blood, my bloodlust is out of control. <laughs> and I've been murdering everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's a good... That's a good answer. 
to how yeah. it's like informed you. Um, Mary Scrub, I'm like a huge Mary Scruggs fan. She did so much for me when I was at Comedy Studies because cool. I didn't have a voice and like didn't have a lot of confidence and was so I was so obsessed with like trying to appear like in my head. These other people that were in the the Comedy Studies with me were like smarter and like had this you know what I mean they had so much more experience in everything that I did that I she was like because they were like better right and she was not necessarily yeah she was so good about being like no what you have is like invaluable too and uh she was like you should always write the people you know because you know like real people and I feel like I've always like kept that that's so cool yeah and that's something like even though you found it when you were in Chicago, that's something that you have yeah. because of South Dakota. Yeah, like, for it goes, sure. Like, when you were talking about, uh, at the very beginning of this, when you were talking about how you like storytelling podcasts, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's just, you know, that's a South, that's a South Dakota thing. Yeah, right? I just love people's stories. Like, yeah. I love documentaries on Netflix. I love, oh, like, people, like, I want to watch so many documentaries. So many documentaries. I love people watching, I just love, like, watching other people uh, <laughs> do their lives. Uh-huh. So much. That's cool. my favorite thing. Cool. Yeah. And South Dakota people watching is very different from oh Chicago my God. people watching. Yeah. It's great. It's a great place. Great faces, great places. Is, is that motto. I was going to ask what the motto was. I'm glad. Because I'm not rushing. I, I would have, uh, great faces, great places. Mm-hmm. Um, besties, South Carolina's motto is, uh, Smiley faces, beautiful places. Oh wow! Or it might be switched. It might be beautiful places, smiling faces. That's so awesome. similar. Yeah, very similar. So similar. And that may just be a like tourist motto thing, but that was definitely like very popular. Because there's a the like Latin motto is like is "Dom spiro spiro" while I breathe. I hope, but that's like. Wow. I don't know if that's... A, that's I don't intense. know if that's different. That While I breathe, I hope. Oh. It's just like, never lose hope. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I did... <laughs> like, I said it all at once. I said, yeah, the, I I like, said the Latin, and then I said the translation. Yeah, yeah. Dom Spiro Spiro is oh, cool. the Latin part. And then, While I Breathe, I Hope is the translation. Oh, wow. It's a very, that's like... Awesome. Confederate thing. Like, yeah. We ain't never giving up hope. The South <laughs> will rise again. Exactly. Oh, no. The South will rise again. Oh, no. Because uh, I'm sure, I'm sure that motto came from yeah. the Confederate War. I'm like, almost pops. Oh, God. <laughs> maybe, maybe revolutionary. Yeah. Maybe it was like, you know, when we colonized, but uh, either way, it's about war. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, what was your faces? Great faces, great places. Great faces, great places. Smiley faces, beautiful places. Cousin, and cousin mottos. Cousin, South Dakota, South Carolina. Are we from the same place? <laughs> we very well, we may be. I always, uh, very well may be. I, I say that a lot too, and I also like get it. It's like a hard thing to say. I don't know. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Uh, very Mel Wavy. <laughs> Don't spiral Spiro. <laughs> Anything, any flub you have can be covered up with that. Yeah. Be like, Don't spiral Spiro. Well, I read hope. Uh, cool. Well, any last shout outs to South Dakota? 
before we before we wrap um, this puppy up. I hope that they're. I hope I don't lose all my Facebook friends. You won't. I hope everyone thinks I represented it in a good way. I, I hope think you did. I hope people will come visit. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. There's a yeah. There's a very like specific type of pride. Yeah, because it's you, like I think always exude. Yeah. No, oh, especially. please tell, please tell the yote story. <laughs> okay. Like that's a perfect way to wrap it up. We have time. Okay, perfect. So, uh, South Dakota State's motto, or not motto, mascot is a jackrabbit. Uh huh. A rabbit that has antlers. Yes, I'm, I'm familiar with myth the jackrabbit. Allegedly, but whatever. Whatever they exist. Whatever they may exist. I saw one when I was little, I thought. Of course. So. <laughs> then. It was a rabbit on the head of a deer. <laughs> like, it was actually our town's mayor, but whatever. <laughs> Long story. Anyway. <laughs> um, he did a great a job. guy from the Emperor's New Clothes. <laughs> it was just a naked man. I thought it was antlers. Um, Very vivid imagination. Um, so South Dakota State, University of South Dakota, yes. they're uh, separated by like 30 or 40 miles or something. They're not very far apart. But we're D1 and we're awesome and they're like D3 and they suck. Fuck them. Fuck them. So their mascot are coyotes. Or yotes. Or the yotes as they're known. <laughs> so big rivals, we play each other. Did you not... Didn't you always call them coyotes? Coyotes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you haven't, you haven't naturally been saying the word coyote for a long time. Yeah, recently, I, right? I sometimes thought that, that was a different animal. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to throw that in. Just wanted to, like, give a good... Okay. Their mascot was the oats. Yeah. Ours was jackrabbits. We would play each other sometimes. Um, and so, to intimidate each other, we would kill yotes. They would kill rabbits, and we would throw them onto the, our respective dead animals onto the field while we played um, each other. And if we... How won, did you find coyotes? They're... I mean, it's a rural... They're just like... Yeah. Like, where out. I went to school is, like, the eastern side of the state, which is much... It's pretty rural. So you can just go hunt them. Cool. Yeah. So, if we beat them, which we always did, because, like I said before, Dude, we're right. awesome and they Dude, suck. Great. You're good, they're bad. Yeah. We would take dead coyotes and yank them up flagpoles and take pictures of them, like, holding beers, like, just be <laughs> savage Like, animals. where most schools would, like, burn an effigy. Yes. You guys just... Blood. Killed the actual mess. Yes. There was a story that, like, in the 70s at our school, they were doing that, and some poor cheerleader was hit in the head by a dead coyote, had to go to the hospital. <laughs> that is that girl's legacy. Wherever she, wherever she is now, she's the girl who got beamed in the face. I heard you laughing So I'm sorry for whoever that is. I mean, that woman has got to be, like, in her 50s now, right? Yeah, and she's probably haunted she by She probably it. has never had a real life. Probably not. And everyone talks about it still. But I didn't realize that that story was as fucked up as it is until I got to Chicago. And I'd be like, yeah, like, when we kill coyotes. And everyone was like, the fuck you? What? <laughs> and that's when you're like, oh, where I'm from is a little bit weird. Thank it's you. a little weird. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's the perfect way to end it. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for wanting to do it. All the time. Uh, this was such a unique topic for many of the other ones. 
I think all everything's been pretty different so far. I mean, that's what happens when you've only done something nine times. Uh, so at the end of every episode, um, it, it stems from in the first episode. I did it accidentally. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know what to say at the end. Um, I'll, I'll say something to the audience. Uh, and, but instead of saying it to the audience, I say it to my guests each time now. And that is, uh, I love you and I mean that. Oh, I love that. I love you and I mean that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Flaming red, flaming red, flaming red, flaming red, flaming red, flaming red.